Oftentimes, society wants us to check a box. I'm a mom. I have a career. I'm an entrepreneur. They tell us to niche down. But what happens when you want to have it all? Welcome to the Multifaceted AF Podcast. My name is Kay, and my mission is to help men and women everywhere own all of the pieces of who they are in every way. We're going to be joined by guests and friends that show us what celebration of taking up space in all places really looks like. Now let's dive in. Meet Clara Angelina Diaz Anderson, founder of Clarifying Coaching and Consulting Institute. Here she works with leaders and coaches to make significant impact personally, professionally, and systematically. She's also the author of the book and self-coaching program, Create Your Best Year. Through her Create Your Best Year Leaders Network, an emerging community of conscious women creating their best year in life and business, she offers bilingual executive coaching, coaching certification training, leadership development courses, business advising, diversity, inclusion, and belonging consulting, speaking, workshops, and facilitation. Her mission is to empower leaders to be agents of change and co-create a world that embraces diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, and liberation. She is a selected member of the Forbes Magazine Coaches Council and teaches leadership coaching strategies and executive coaching mastery at Harvard School of Continuing Education. She is originally from the Dominican Republic, is fully bilingual, and lives in Massachusetts with her husband and two children. We are here with Clara Angelina Diaz Anderson. That's right. Coach extraordinaire, master coach, my coach. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me, Kay. Absolutely. I am glad to have you here. Such a pleasure. Absolutely. This is so amazing. (laughs) I'm so impressed. (laughs) No, it is great to have you. Um, So introduce yourself. Talk just... Welcome. Introduce yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Uh, My name is Clara Angelina Diaz Anderson. You can call me Clara. And I like to first let people know I am originally from the Dominican Republic. I identify as Afro-Caribbean. I am a proud mom of two children, Mm -hmm. so I am busy. I'm also the founder of the Clarifying Coaching and Consulting Institute. And what we do is that we are a leadership development firm and we focus on equity, inclusion, liberation, belonging through the power of coaching. I met Clara because she is my coach. So she trained me to become a certified coach. Yep. Um, and that was an amazing opportunity. And I'm now a part of the Coaches Network. So we work together to coach others and kind of bring this enlightenment enlightenment and evolution and elevation to the people that we work with. Yes, yes. It's an absolute pleasure to have you in the network. And I appreciate it because it is a very strong sisterhood. There's a bond there. Um, and it's an amazing group to be a part of. Um, so you just gave us a rundown of kind of the things that are a part of you. But when you think about the word multifaceted, what comes to mind? How do you kind of embody what it means to be multifaceted? You know, I love the word multifaceted because as a creative I can't do anything for too long. (laughs) So, you know, although I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a mom, I'm also a teacher. I teach at Harvard. I teach executive coaching at Harvard. I'm an author. I'm a salsa dancer. (laughs) I'm a cook. Sometimes I'm a psychologist Mm -hmm. (laughs) without a title. You know, I'm a coach. I I also um, 
focus on elevating women of color and, you know, really helping them to uncover and express their magnificence. Absolutely. And um, when I think of the, wo- the word multifaceted, I, I love it and I love that you have created that brand because I feel like for the first half of my life, I felt a bit bad. I felt bad about having so many interests. And sometimes I would ask myself, like, what am I going to do with all these things, like all these ideas, all these desires and wants that I have? And so as I started to develop and become more self-aware and more socially aware and more self-accepting, honestly, uh, I started to see that I could incorporate the core of who I was, which, you know, I describe as a creative person Mm -hmm. uh, into everything that I do. So from my writing to um, my teaching, my coaching, uh, how I move as an entrepreneur, the type of decisions that I want to make, the way that I want to influence. And and I think that only came with really taking the time. And I still, you know, I'm still learning and discovering about Absolutely. myself. But by taking the time to really uncover who I am at my core beyond what I had been conditioned to be. Absolutely. Um, which I think was part of the feeling bad about being so multifaceted. No, definitely. Um, so you talked about being an author. Tell us about some of the things that you've written. I see that you have here. Yes. One of your creations. Yes. So talk me through that and talk me through kind of the journey that you're on right now. This book here, I call my baby book. Um, <laughs> my baby book is called Create Your Best Year One Day at a Time. And I wrote the book when my daughter was six months old. And the impetus for that book was that, you know, up, up to that point, I had I had already been coaching for a while. And my desire for coaching has always been to bring this ability to people who really need it. Absolutely. And so, you know, I'll joke around telling people that when I discovered coaching, I would walk around like Jesus Christ trying to evangelize <laughs> everyone. Like, let me help you. I can help you <laughs> achieve your goals. And... um you know, and I, and I thought if I could write a book that could just give people something or, you know, like my roadmap um, and I could that person can pick up the book and say, you know, wow, like just the idea of setting goals. While for us seems, you know, like it's like breathing. Absolutely. To other people, it's like, wow, like I have permission to set goals. Um, and so that's why I wanted, I wrote the book because I wanted to put it in the hands of people who would normally not be able to pay the hundreds of dollars that it takes, you know, to get a coach. And also because, you know, I, once I had my daughter and, you know, as a mom, it's like, how am I going to tell my daughter to follow her dreams if I don't, if I'm not following mine? And so for 10 years, (laughs) I wanted to write this book. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 10 years and I finally wrote it and it's doing its own thing in the world. It's, I mean, I, I get super excited. Um, and so it's turned into, it's gone from a book to its own coaching course, yeah. um, to a podcast now. That's amazing. That's amazing. And what's next? So I know that you have another project yes. in the work. It's funny because I like to call call this upcoming book, uh, the big sister to, to the baby book, book. <laughs> to the baby book, the big sister to the baby book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been now almost seven years since this book was birthed, Create Your Best Year. Okay. And now this next book is really going to take everything that I have been able to learn about helping people uncover their power. Mm -hmm. And so 
you know, I'm going to say for the first time here the, the title of the book. Okay. It, it's it, the, the name of the book is, is going to be The Power to Create Your Life. Okay. Unlocking possibility. Unlocking unlimited possibilities. That's amazing. That's powerful. Thank That's you. That's very powerful. Thank you. I'm really, really excited about this book. It's a project that I've never had so much support to create something. And I'm really, really proud and excited um, by the level of truth in the book, but I know it's going to do in the world. Absolutely. Um, no, that's so amazing. Many, so many, on so many levels. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be very Me exciting. Too. Me too. So when you think about kind of your vision for that book and the impact that you want it to have, you have the baby book and you've kind of seen how it was able to take on a life of its own. If you think about this next project and what you want to see it do, what what is what are your hopes and aspirations for that? I, I was recently having a conversation with one of my students and he's a professor in, at the University of Michigan and he asked me the same question. And so we started going crazy thinking about how we want to change the culture of education from always having to have the right answers to actually allowing people to ask questions. Okay. Can you imagine, right, if we got away from you always have to have the right answer to like, how can we unlock possibilities by asking questions? Absolutely. So my vision is for the book to be translated into many languages, mm -hmm. but um, first Spanish and to be able to bring it to my home country and to kind of take the principles of what coaching is, you know, the ability to ask questions, to uh, uncover possibilities to really draw out people's abilities to come up with solutions. In mm -hmm. children, like, can you just imagine, you know, and for me, you know, the Dominican Republic being such a call, it, it's a colonized. Absolutely. The one of the first colonized um, islands. Mm -hmm. And what colonization does to people is really has them adhere to this idea that they are not okay. Okay. And so what I want to do with this book is uh, awaken that inherent power within... I mean, I the book was not written for children. Mm -hmm. The book was essentially written for adults, for women. Mm -hmm. But the concepts in the book um, can really help someone uncover their inherent power to co-create and create their reality. Absolutely. That's amazing. That Thank is amazing. You. So when you think about this idea of creating your reality, um, I think that goes hand in hand with the idea of this ability to manifest the yeah. life that we want. So I think that it kind of works, like I said, hand in hand, that synchronicity between kind of this vision that you have for your book and some of the work that I've been doing around the manifestation. So the manifestation mm -hmm. card deck yes. is something that I produced a little while ago. Um, and you've been one of the biggest kind of supporters of that. Um, talk to me about what the manifestation cards have been like for you, kind of what how you've used that yeah. um, tool in your practice. Yeah, well, I'll give you the practical and then I'll give you the deep philosophical. Okay. <laughs> so the practical way is that I keep them in my desk okay. and I, you know, every morning I'll, I'll pull a card. Sometimes I'll have my daughter pull a card. Um, but also in our coaches network, you know, in, in our monthly meetings, I'll pull a card and, you know, I'll, I'll pull a card for, for the group. And so it started this thing now where, like, everyone seems to pull a card now Absolutely. Yep, and they, Absolutely. in the mornings and they're like, look what my card said. <laughs> and it's, and, you know, it's it's the cutest thing. And I and um, it's such a, a beautiful anchor 
to positivity and to power, right? To remember our own mm-hmm. power to manifest. And, you know, you did such an amazing job. I mean, you were like, you channeled amazingness through those cards because, yeah, when I pulled them, it's like, oh, this is what I needed today. Um, but what I also feel like the cards do, they're almost like, um, depending on how, I mean, for me, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on what question I'm asking, it's almost like it's like a, a mirror from the universe. Right, showing me like truth and love. Absolutely. And uh, I love them. No, yeah. absolutely. I've definitely gotten that feedback. There's a lot of this resonates and like, how did you know? So it's, it, I definitely have gotten that feedback that um, it, it's right on time, right on the money, oftentimes. How did you know? I don't know how I knew, but there we go. <laughs> so let's pull a card. Let's do it. You can go first. Yeah. Wow. Read your card to me. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and I love how positive they, they all are. It's I have the ability to accomplish any task I set my mind to. I mean, that's pretty I'll, straightforward. I will see. <laughs> and I'll put one. All the abilities. No, yes. Definitely. I'll put one. And mine says... There is a divine purpose for all the experiences I go through. I will continue to trust my growth journey. That's how you know how you knew. <laughs> That's how you knew that you didn't know, but you knew. Because because what did it say again? About the... There is a divine purpose for all of my experiences okay. that I go through. And I will continue to trust my growth journey. Okay. All right. It's the divine purpose right <laughs> There's there. There's a divine purpose. Yeah. And I told you today, I mean, just the, the fact that I got here on time yeah. today. With the two children, <laughs> that's a win. So, oh. yes, ability. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you talked a little bit about how when you talk about yourself, you kind of lead with being from the Dominican Republic. Talk to me about what representation looks like for you. Oh, goodness. I've been doing so much work around that. Before, I was like, man, you know, just to see someone that looks like you is a game changer. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you that I, uh, I, I didn't have a teacher of color, a female teacher of color until my last year in college. Oh, wow. Oh, and wow. I fell in love with her. That's like, usually what happens. Yeah, that's usually what happens. It's like, oh, my God, I can be her. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years did I ever think that I was going to be a college professor. I didn't even like school. No, that's very real. But seeing that example of somebody that looks like you or reminds you of yourself doing something that you could potentially aspire to do. It really, uh, that's, so that's that's the, the, the premise behind the representation matters line. Seeing somebody that looks like you doing the things that you aspire to do and the fact that it has the power to change and shape your life. Like yeah. you can literally see yourself walking those steps and it opens up new potential for new ideas about what you could potentially do in the future. Um, so that's very real. So I get that. I absolutely get that. Yeah, I've also been doing this work around decolonization, mm-hmm. like decolonizing myself, decolonizing the places and spaces that I operate in. Because as a coach and as a teacher, I I've come to realize how much power and influence I have. And the last thing I want to do is perpetuate systems of oppression. Absolutely. And so. When there is no representation, right, what happens, I always think of like, what is the opposite of representation, right? And it's really like not seeing yourself Mm -hmm. or feeling like the dream that you have for yourself is just this philosophical idea that 
may or may not happen, but most likely may not happen because who else is doing that? Or is somebody on TV? It's like Oprah. And like, although it's like, you know, you could be Oprah, right. but it's Oprah. Yeah. It's not. Attainable. The, yeah. It's not the woman down the street. Mm-hmm. And I am on a mission to really change that. Mm-hmm. One, I think one level of it is me being that representation, but also in empowering and helping those that have a lot of power to be responsible for creating that representation as well. Absolutely. So when you think about kind of the world that you want to see through the work that you're doing, what does that look like for you? I love that question. The world that I want to see is a world that I want my children to grow up in. It's it's a world that is rooted in love. It's a world that embraces diversity. It's a world that allows people to heal from craziness that has allowed to be in the world, from white supremacy to colonization to so many forms of oppression Mm -hmm. Um, in a world that really celebrates, you know, my half Afro-Caribbean, I mean, half Dominican have Jamaican children Mm -hmm. and all children. Just want a world where people can be liberated to be their full authentic selves because I truly believe in humanity and that people are beautiful in their hearts given the right conditions. You know, I know it sounds a little kumbaya, Mm -hmm. but it's like research shows that, you know, we want to help each other. We are kind. Mm -hmm. Human beings are kind Mm -hmm. at heart. But man, sometimes we go through so much that it's like we have no other choice but to put a hard shell on ourselves. Definitely. And I want a world where we don't have to put that shell on. That's amazing. I think that that's very, it's very powerful. Let's let it be. Absolutely. Um, So when you think about going back to this idea of being multifaceted, what is your celebration of who you are and the different spaces that you operate in? What does that celebration of your multifacetedness look like? For you how um, do you celebrate that all of last year right. i spent um a year working with a coach coach working with a coach uh-huh. to really give myself space to be creative okay because being a mom yeah i'm creative you know that's one form of creativity uh-huh. right like raising human beings um but really give myself space to you know think and reflect and have this opportunity to write to write this book uh, to paint is really um, giving myself space to express all of me. I think that that's that's important, and it's so hard to do. It is, but it's important. It oh, absolutely. It's very important. I agree. It is very important. I agree. It's important to give yourself that space to really kind of open up and be who it is that you are and get support in everything. Absolutely. Help, help. I live an assisted life where I, I mean, it's as much help as I can get. No, that's very real. That's yeah. very real. That's very real. Having that support system, I think, is very important. It is. Well, I want to thank you for coming oh, and having already... a conversation with me. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I don't I'm... get to ask you any questions. I mean, you can absolutely. You can ask me any questions that you want. What would you like to ask me? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I have so many. I, I want to know... Like, what was your motivation for for creating this podcast? That's a good question. So my motivation for the podcast specifically was to create a platform to share and amplify the stories of my guests. 
So thinking about the thank kind you of the so much for tuning brand, into this week's episode, where we celebrate the superpower that is being multifaceted. Looks like I think that that looks if this resonates and feels like home, kind of pose that make sure to send it to a friend, colleague, or someone close to you. And write a review so we can continue to grow, connect, and celebrate. Until next time, continue showing up as your true self and taking up space. Going to college and that that being the first time you see a woman professor that looks like you. Um, and how that changed the trajectory of your life. I think that hearing those stories is very important. So creating a platform where we can share those stories. Um, the same effect that hearing those stories one-off has, just kind of amplifying that to a larger audience. I think that there's importance in that. Um, so that is why I created the podcast, to continue to share those stories to a broader, broader audience. Well, thank you for creating the podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, as a fellow podcaster, <laughs> the thing that makes me the most excited is like, I imagine, you know, a woman in um, some random country, <laughs> you know, who's never heard of coaching or representation, you know, a woman of color, and they listen to us, and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> it just awakens them. And I'm like, if they didn't have to pay me a penny. Exactly. It's just I, there. Just, just open, it just fills me with joy. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Thank you. Thank no, you for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> it was an honor, and I'm glad that you were able to stop by. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. <laughs>